Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. 519 on WHBY. Once again, thank you for joining me here on Focus Fox Valley. I'm Haley Tenpass. We're talking about organic gardening, organic landscaping with the organic expert himself, Jim Beard, here. Hi, Jim. How are you this I'm afternoon? Well, very well. Thanks, Haley. I would love for you, again, to maybe just uh, briefly introduce yourself if folks missed our first chat um, earlier in the afternoon, but uh, give us a brief overview of who you are and, and why you love what you do. Well, I, I was raised on a farm as a kid, and, and we were poor farmers, and that just made us organic farmers automatically before that was popular. So <laughs> I learned how to grow things in the soil without a lot of, of uh, synthetic materials. Um, I never thought I would teach a class because I basically I'm not the, the kind of guy that gets up in front of a group and, and uh, entertains them. Um, but I get, was given a chance to teach some classes, and I found out that I could do that. And so for the last 10, 12 years, I've been a, an instructor at Fox Valley Tech and also at NWTC. So I've had a blessed life, and, and um, I've met a lot of great people. And um, I'm now trying to give back to those folks any way I can. Tell us about some of the projects you worked on, um, be it at Fox Valley Tech or some projects in the area, too, in the Fox Valley area. The most emotional project I ever worked on was, was the, the um, memorial in Greenville. I was hoping you'd mention this one. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was um, two beams from the bombing of the, the Trade Center in New York City. Mm -hmm. And if you ever visit the site, when you take the sidewalk, as soon as you make a turn to the left and start walking straight towards that memorial, you're looking right straight, straight to New York City where those two buildings stood. And the two beams are symbolic of the towers. So that was, that was the, the big one. But uh, there's been a lot of school projects, worked with a lot of different kinds of groups. Um, my, my approach was if you asked for help, I would give it to you. And in doing that, you get a chance to do a lot of things that they wouldn't pay you to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you some great experience in your career. So it's, I've, I've talked to all kinds of groups, school groups, um, you know, and I, I still do that. You know, if somebody wants a program, all they got to do, I was up in Gillette a few weeks ago to the garden club up there. So I, I love to go out and talk to people and, and try to give a little bit back. And you like to design for people I do. as well? I do, yes. I'm a registered landscape architect in Wisconsin. And so I do some, I do some uh, landscape design work and landscape construction kind of things. Yes, yes, I do. What kind of um, things have you been able to design? I know pergolas come to mind. You've, yes. You've, you've created some pergolas, correct? Yes. All, of the prob all the pergolas you see at Fox Valley Technical College or at Brewster Village. Oh, yeah. We're all designed. We're all built by the students, and that that, that was a great relationship with Brewster Village because the the population there are hungry to see human beings walking around the site, and so we had a lot of superintendents come out to watch what we did. But at the end of the day, we we put together some nice structures there for them to get outside and enjoy being outside. But we've done a lot of projects like that. And what is it about those types of projects uh, that that maybe inspires you? Where do you get your inspiration from when when designing these things? I I always sold those as a day at the office. Some kids come into school and they say, "Well, what's it like?" Well, guess what? 
we're going to go outside. You're going to get sweaty. <laughs> you're going to you're, you're going to get gonna dirty. Work. You're going to work as a team. But I can guarantee you one thing: at the end of the day, you're going to feel better about you than maybe you ever has because you just gave something to somebody you may never know, that you may never see. And every time you're feeling a little down, drive by this project, you're going to feel good all over again. But that's a good feeling. It as is. you drive maybe around the area and see some of the work that yes. you've had a hand in or the. Students who you've worked with over the years as well. Yes, yes. How, how fun. We, we briefly were talking before uh, the 5 o'clock show started about a couple of topics. Uh, composting, uh, organic uh, material on, on, on your gardens. Specifically, we were talking about manure and uh, worm castings. And uh, you had some recipes as well, that you, which kind of is curious <laughs> to me. I, when I think of... Landscaping, when I think of gardening, I don't think of recipes necessarily, but they, they can really make a difference when coming up with a beautiful product, correct? They can, and this is actually recipes for plants. So if you're talking to your plants about <laughs> recipes, they perk up. Do they, really? <laughs> yes, they do. Is it like when you play the music? Yes, exactly. And once you feed them and they realize what you're talking about, they really get excited about this. So why, what's, why would somebody want to maybe use a, a specific recipe in, in their gardens? What kind of difference does that make? Well, you have alkaline soil and you have more acidic soil. And, and so some of, the, some of the recipes are more for the sweet soil and some are more for the acidic soil. And, and um, for example, uh, we have a fungal tea, and that's going to be more acidic. And what a fungal tea is is basically a five-gallon bucket, uh, two pounds of fungal compost, which would be mostly leaves, uh, two tablespoons of humic acid. Now, when we talk about these things, if you go to the hydroponic store, which is on the east side of 41, south of the Holiday Inn, there's a place called Grow Big, and they, they have all these things in small containers for you. And then in addition to the humic acid, we'd have two tablespoons of yucca extract and then an ounce of fish emulsion. Very simple, five gallons of uh, five-gallon bucket with water in there, but so let the water sit 24 hours if you're taking out of a city faucet because... The, the chemicals in that water will kill the biology. Hmm. But after 24 hours, that'll dissipate out of that bucket, and then, that, then you can go ahead and use that. Now, if you, want a, if you want a bacterial tea, which would be something that you would use like in a vegetable garden, uh, two pounds of um, uh, bacterial-dominated compost, like worm castings, uh, two ounces of blackstrap molasses, and an ounce of kelp or fish emulsion with kelp. And then there's a blended tea, and that's going to be two cups of purple cow compost, a tablespoon of kelp powder, a tablespoon of humic acid powder, and four ounces of worm tea or um, subcastings. And you apply this at about one gallon per thousand square foot for all of these different, these different mixes. Wow. And, and what will that help benefit? What that's going to do is put some biology in the soil, and you're going to be giving a product that the plant can identify. It's like, oh, I... I I remember this stuff, mm. and, and that's, that's how that works. There's also one, This uh, Bill Hartling taught uh, elementary school in Appleton for a long time. He also was a master rosarian, and uh, he is no longer with us, but I have his recipe. You do. Well, Jim, I might have you hold on to that recipe, and we'll come back to it after the break um, because we do have to, unfortunately, take a break soon, and I don't want to cut you off in the middle of your recipe. So hold on to that okay. one. Okay. But, Jim, if people maybe are, are interested in getting in touch with you or are finding your book, you wrote a book, mm -hmm. um, how could they do so? Is there a way people can, can, can contact you? They do, have, they do have some of the books at, at um, Barnes & Noble. 
and they do have some at the at the school, at the bookstore. In fact, I can take a box or two to the bookstore and leave them there, and then just say, "Hey, hold on to these. If somebody wants a book, you got them." Uh, or they can call me, and and my phone number I, I, I use the cell only, and that's seven zero seven zero eight eight seven. Wonderful. Like I mentioned, we're going to take a quick break, but Jim is going to stick around for the rest of the show. So if you do have a question for him in regards to uh, lawn care or organic lawn care, give us a call on the Settlers Bank phone lines, 281-1150 in Appleton or outside the area on the TDS Metrocom toll-free line, 1-866-887-1150. We'd love to hear from you. Again, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back, though, with uh, more of Jim and more of Focus Fox Valley. After this, you're listening to WHBY. If your lawn is like my lawn right now, it's pretty crispy. Hasn't gotten much uh, love from Mother Nature this year. And there might be some things we can do to turn it around, perhaps, before uh, it goes dormant for the winter. I've got an expert here in lawn care and all things all things green, I'll say. we got Jim Beard with us. Uh, Jim, thanks for joining me again this afternoon. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, so we left off. You were sharing recipes, and, and not your typical recipe. We're talking about recipes uh, to grow some beautiful, beautiful plants. Specifically, you were going to mention a rose recipe, so I'd love to get yes. right to that and share a recipe for some beautiful roses. Happy to do this. Bill Hartling is the man who has this. Now, this is a big recipe. It talks about 50 pounds of this and 50 pounds of that, but Whoa. if you divide it by 10, you're down to 5 pounds. A little more manageable. Yes. So I'll use the five pounds. Okay. Uh, five pounds of alfalfa meal, five pounds of fish meal, five pounds of soybean meal, five pounds of bone meal. In addition to that, it's two pounds of milorganite, and you uh, you can also add some uh, spag and peat moss uh, if you have really, really heavy clay with a little gypsum. Okay. And that's what he uses on used on his. He's no longer with us anymore, but he was a master rosarian, a dear friend of mine. And he grew great roses, and that was his secret recipe. And and you're naming off some interesting ingredients, Jim. Where would we find those types of things? Because they're not going to be in your average grocery store, I would imagine. You might start with Grow Big, which is a, a hydroponic store, which is uh, south of Holiday Inn on the east side of 41. So if you went to the Holiday Inn, went around the south side under 41, and then took the frontage road south for about a quarter mile, it's right there. Okay. And, and if they don't have it, I'm sure they can get it for you because they have another store, I think, in Milwaukee. There's also a hydroponic store up in Green Bay, too, and that's out off of Velp. Mm-hmm. Uh, right next, it's right the the frontage road on the north on the on the east side of forty one going north. You go to Velp and you make a a turn and go down it's down there. And what would the benefit be to using this type of recipe on on your on your plants and in your yard? It's organic, so the plant understands what that is. They don't always understand it uh, ten ten ten, but they do understand manure, and so that that's what that's what the difference is. It really does make a difference. What kind of uh, differences would we see in the plants uh, more you should see more you you should see when it when a plant's happy the, the leaves are going to be a little greener they're going to stand up a little bit better they're going to be proud uh, you know it's all those things that go into it now, that's that's really the secret now we are approaching the i would say a transition period soon between one season into the next the nights will eventually start getting a little bit colder um we're going through kind of a heat wave right now um, so a lot of yards might be, like I said, crispy, a little bit crispier on the crispier side. But is there anything we can start to do to prepare for that coming of fall, uh, in your in your opinion? 
make sure everything is well watered. <clears throat> Excuse me, because if it goes into if it goes into dormancy and it's been well not drowned, but well watered, it's going to suck that up and it's going to help help it go through. The thing that you mentioned the lawn a few minutes ago, and mm-hmm. the thing with the lawn is you let it grow up to about three and a half inches and cut it down to three. The roots will be twice as deep as the height of the grass. So if you're cutting your grass at an inch high, it's, they're going to be two inches deep. And at two inches, there's not a lot of place. There's not a lot of moisture in that. So you want to you want. And if you put organics in or fertilizer in, it draws the roots deeper because that, that's the secret. Also, if the roots get deep enough and you keep it well watered, then the rest of it's going to be okay. And you only cut off a third at a time. So if you're going to grow it up to three or three and a half inches and cut it back to three or, or two and three quarters, that's, and the shade also helps. The height of the grass helps shade it. So it's it's just a matter of managing the grass. Letting it grow a little longer, cutting it off, making sure it gets gets some moisture, and, and you should have great green grass for a long time. That's good to know. If we have um, some invaders in our lawns, some some extracurricular weed activity, I'll say, uh, anything we could do um, organically to maybe fend those away and keep them out of our, our lawns? Yeah, you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill them. Here's a, here's a, uh, this is an organic weed killer. Okay. A gallon of white vinegar, two cups of Epsom salt, two tablespoons of pH down. Now, pH down, you get the hydroponic store. Mix that all together, that's a weed killer. And these are, you want to make sure you get good, good contact uh, so that the plant takes in this stuff and it should, it should do the trick for you. Also, it's okay to use a Roundup once in a while because it's, we, use, we use those kind of products on people all the time. We call it chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give them medi- a medication, if we're not careful, we'll kill them, but it will also kill the disease. So sometimes you got to go to drastic measures to get everything back into shape but then go right back into your organics and into good lawn care and things that will work out well for you. Okay. Um, what about cutting down some of our, our, our landscaping? I know specifically I've got some hydrangeas. Should I be cutting them down in the fall or should I, should I wait? You can cut them down in the fall. Uh, I, I sometimes will leave things up a little bit longer because it gives them a little bit more, um, more body uh, to go through the winter. You can always cut them down in the spring. If you're going to do it that way, you want to make sure you get out there early enough so you don't, they don't start to leaf out and you cut them down and you end up with something you don't really want. But, yeah, it, it's, um, you can cut them back in the fall. Okay. What would your biggest piece of advice be to anyone who is looking to, to dive into the organic world? Maybe they've used a lot of chemical-filled weed killer or, or um, fertilizers in the past. What would your piece of advice be to them if they're trying to get to the more organic side? The most important thing is if it's not broke, don't fix it. We have a tendency sometimes we want to fix things that we don't, they don't need to be fixed, and once we do, they're not what we want them to be. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's organic, the, t- the, f- the plant can identify with that right out of the chute, so they don't have to get un- acquainted with and get used to something. Uh, so it's, it's, it's basically the KISS system. Keep it simple, silly. I like that. Keep it simple. Um, and it should, it should happen with uh, our, our organic things we're putting into our, our plants and feeding them good things because we yes. like to have good food. Yes. Why wouldn't our plants want to yes. have them as well? Yes. And if it's organic and you're putting it in your body, then you're getting the same good stuff you gave to them and you're get, if it's getting, giving it back to you. Wonderful. Well, Jim, I appreciate you spending some time with us this afternoon. I've learned a lot. Hopefully our listeners have too. Thank you. How can folks get in touch with you once again? Uh, my cell phone is 7070-887. That's the best way to get a hold of me. 
Um, I'm an old guy, so I don't do a lot of stuff on the Internet. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of my students because I said, sorry, folks, you got to talk to me. You can't send me an email and go fishing. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Well, Jim, thanks again for being here. My pleasure. And that wraps us up here on Focus Fox Valley. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your evening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.